0: Welcome to Heal Squad by Maria Menunos, where we improve and heal all parts of our lives, most importantly, our health. Heal Squad by Maria Menunos, your life improvement series starts now. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Better Together. When you know better, you get better. That is our goal here every single day. If you're just joining us, every single day we are working on getting better and growing and learning getting healthier. So thank you for joining us. Our quote of the day, acknowledging the good that you already have in your life is the foundation for all abundance. Eckhart Tolle or Eckhart Tolle. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> yeah, someone tell us. Officially. <laughs> oh, so you were just guessing when you said it's no, Eckhart Tolle? I've, I've heard Tolle. I've okay. never heard
1: Tolle. Okay. But you said you've heard Tolly, so I'm like, where's she heard Tolly? <laughs>
0: okay, got it. Uh, what up, Hill Squad? Thanks for being with us yet again today. We're going to be talking about the impact of gratitude, how it can change your life. I know a lot of people are suffering right now. I was reading so many articles recently. One just recently that struck me about how parents are just so suffering and stressed. You know, between COVID and having to be teachers and having your kids at home, and then, you know, getting COVID, let's say, because most people have gotten COVID, and then, okay, inflation and then rising gas prices. And it's just like so much is going on. And uh, we need tools in these moments to help us get through. And gratitude is definitely a tool that you can use. Um, I know it doesn't solve you know, the in-your-face problems, and I understand what that's like, and I've been there, we've been there as a family, but um, but I do believe that these tools and techniques are, um, are very helpful in coping, and the coping skills are really, really important in tough times, whether you're just diagnosed with something or... Um, or you've fallen on hard times or lost your job. I think coping skills and tools are very, very important. That's what we do here every single day. We're acquiring these tools and these, these, um, coping skills to help us. And that's why I loved what Pooja said the other day. Pooja, will you tell everybody Will you tell your friends again
2: about heard- the show? Oh, 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 that I love. Sorry, I'm going to pop my head in so people on YouTube can see. Uh, um, I just love how we're like, we're we're getting all these skills that like I might have not necessarily like thought about having to learn at this age mm-hmm. um, and how it's helping me so much already. And like if they have a problem, I'm like, oh. We have a guest for that. Like one of my friends couldn't sleep and I sent the Dr. Littman stuff and they're like, wow, like like I did the electronic shutdown or whatever, Like, which is seems like an obvious thing. But like when you hear the actual science behind it and a professional speaking about it, you're like, okay, maybe I'll listen. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been helping them so much. So it's just so cool that we have experts on all different areas. So if you have really any problem in any er- area of your life, there's an episode for you. So it's like cool that we can do preventative work as like 22 year olds.
0: At 22 and 27, I tell Kelsey and Pooja every day, you guys Eight. are so 28. I keep forgetting you grew. You grew. I grew. <laughs> I'm old now. <laughs> I'm going to keep saying 27, I'll which you'll be it. happy when I'll you're like in it. your 40s. Yeah, no, okay, will take it. Um, But it is like, it is so amazing that you guys get this head start. First of all, we should Truly. all be taught this stuff younger anyway. But um but whatever it is, I mean, even you know, Kelsey, you know, I'm I'm working on boundaries and by proxy, you're working on boundaries. Yeah, truly and learning how to, you know, practice on people sometimes. Like, you know, when you don't like confrontation practicing in a safe spot where you know, there's no real consequence. Right. You're not going to get fired. You're not going to get, you know, murdered or whatever. Like, <laughs> those are the people you practice on. Right. <laughs> practice, you know, standing tall and and speaking up and whatever. So, you know, these are such important lessons at your age. You're going to be light years ahead of me, light years ahead of, you know, Kevin. Um, So, I, I get excited and it's like my experiment. I'm going to get to watch you guys grow and see... How your lives go with all of this information?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's so crazy. It really just—we always say it's a fast track, and it really, like, mm-hmm. it
0: really is your cheat sheet for life. It's truly, though, that's what this is.
1: Yeah. All of these, all of these terms, all of this like verbiage we use, like borrowing the benefits. I mean, mm-hmm. like you were just saying, yes, you you are paying for your therapy sessions yeah. about boundaries and I am borrowing the benefits yeah. and I'm so grateful. And I think it's just, it really is so amazing and it's so cool to, as hard as sometimes it can be, mm-hmm. like when you're going through this growth period, which I'm going through right now where I'm like, ah, but... Mm-hmm. it's it's that gratitude, it goes back to the gratitude because I, I'm like, wow, I'm so grateful that I am going through this now though yeah. because I'm going to be light years ahead. So
0: yeah. yeah, and the life hacks. You know, it's funny because even when was it yesterday we were talking about apartments. So here's Kelsey. She's trying to find a new place to live. And um, I was pulling you aside with the intention and goal of showing you How and what it's going to take. So anybody out there who is trying to buy a house knows that houses get snatched up in, in seconds, like they haven't even hit the market, or people are paying hundreds of thousands of dollars over asking just to get the house. And I know what it takes to win in life and win in anything. You have to set yourself aside and make yourself so much more special than the rest, or. Go above and beyond whatever it's going to be to make your application. I remember I did something really special in my college application too. Um, And so you always have to stand out. You can't just leave it to the judges. You can't just guess or hope or pray or whatever. I mean, hoping and praying is great too, but there's all these other things you can do to stack the odds in your favor. And I could tell you were like exhausted. First of all, I was exhausted communicating with you because we were not communicating properly. (laughs) We were not getting to the, we were not.
1: (laughs) I just, yeah, I'm like, I shut down when I'm overwhelmed. So that's, and that's something that I like work on. It's like, I know every single message is like that you're, it's like, I know like your messages are like, it i'm like i know maria's right but that's like one of my i just like i get overwhelmed and i'm like and i like just shut down so then i like i have to process and then i'm like and then i do everything you said i'm like no she's right she's right she's right but it's funny and what did i say you had to do she said this like well, I had been calling the place, but Maria's like, "No, calling's not going to be enough. Like, send them flowers or show up. Like, show them your spirit, your energy. Like, show them that you actually are like willing to fight for this. That you give a shoe over the next person who's going to apply because you never know. I mean, a lot of these places too. Like, couples are applying for them. So there's two of them. They're probably mm-hmm. older. They have better credit. They have this, that. So they have
0: more income. Right. But I, well, this is right. what I said. I said. Your application means absolutely nothing, just (laughs) a number, but you mean something when someone meets you, you will light them up. They will be excited to have you as a tenant, your beautiful spirit, like your Mm -hmm. positive energy. So they need to see that they need to meet that. And then you need to bombard them so that there's, why would they give it to someone else when you just sent them flowers, Mm -hmm. right? For $30, $40, just send them the flowers. Whoever the decision maker is, you've got to find out who the decision maker is and say, I love this place. Don't say obsessed because you're going to sound like, you know, I'm, I'm so kind of obsessed. obsessed. <laughs> like, I love this place. I see myself living here. I will take great care of the apartment. I will be a great tenant. I'm always earlier on time with my payments. I can do anything. What, what can I do to set myself up for success with this, you know, this you know, this apartment or whatever it is, and then just bombard them. That's how you win. It's a full court press. You cannot leave it to the judges or you will spend the next couple months just continuously checking apartments, putting bids in, putting bids in, then you're going to get exhausted and you're going to be miserable and then you're going to be in a worse place. So, and I'm glad you found a better one too.
1: I know. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of funny how things work. Like, and now... I have two that I'm like, I would be happy if I got either of them. Mm-hmm. And I did. I sent the flowers. I You already did it? Oh, yeah. I politely bombarded her them yesterday. They're getting them today. I Gabby and Dante, shout out. Hey. but <laughs> So they're getting that. But then the, I went and saw... Le- and an-
0: they're the decision makers. Correct. Great. Correct.
1: Yeah. And so then I went and saw another one last night and actually spoke with the guy who is a the decision maker, and he gave me the tour and I love him and I loved the place. You so. met him physically? Yes. Okay, yeah. great. And we bonded and are great now besties.
0: There you go. Yeah,
1: so I'd be happy with both. And I'll I know be, one that's will That's how you're going
0: to get it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's how you're going to get it.
1: He was like not even showing anyone else. He was kind of like, okay, I have to go give my application tonight. And he was like, all right, if it's approved, like, when do you want to move in? Because I'll take it off. So he was already, yeah. Anyways, very exciting things.
0: So everyone, heel Squad, I'm sharing this story for your benefits. You can borrow the benefits. That's how you win, right? When someone writes a personal letter... I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizzy Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? is using the Way Hair Oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free, up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T H E O U A I dot com, and enter the promo code heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T H E O U A I dot promo code heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. It's hard when you have nothing to compare it to, right? Right. It's hard to say, well, why wouldn't I give it to this person? I remember when we were trying to get our first mortgage on our house, my credit was destroyed because my my parents weren't paying my college loans. Apparently, my cousin did such a great job filling out our student loans. So we thought my cousin was the smartest person we knew. Oh, my gosh. And we let him <laughs> handle our forms. My parents were janitors. We we should have actually gotten money from school. <laughs> we got a little, but really, I just got a lot of scholarships. And, um, and however he filled the forms, we had to pay like full tuition, which was $40,000 a year. It was crazy. Oh my God. And, um, and nobody knew, like I, we didn't even know what the heck was happening. My parents, I don't know how the hell they did what they did as it was. And so I started getting all these loans. I didn't know cause they were going to my house, not to my dorm. And we were defaulting on these loans. So my credit score was in the toilet. So I moved to LA I'm trying to buy a house and now I know I have zero credit, like my credit's shit. And so what did we do? We didn't leave it to the judges. Kevin wrote a letter to the bank and explained what happened. My parents have a language deficit and, you know, we didn't know and blah, blah, blah. And that letter got us our mortgage on our first house. Wow. So, and then from there we were able to build our credit. But if we hadn't written that, would we have gotten it? Nope. No. Mm-mm. Because a personal letter will go a long way. Mm-hmm. I could see myself, if I was selling my house, if I got a personal letter from you and you said, I don't have the full asking price, but I love this house. This house means so much to me. Whatever. Some beautiful letter about you've fallen on hard, t- hard times, whatever. What, if you? If there's a good recipe in there, <laughs> And someone's giving me asking price and maybe you're giving me a little less, I'm going to give it to you Yeah. because I want you to win. Mm-hmm. Most people are programmed to want to help the underdog. And okay. so you have to think about things like that. So anyway.
1: And shout out this... Um the landlord of this place his name was rocky so my mom and i the whole way home were like it doesn't matter how hard and my dad was like how do you guys know that quote i said maria says it
0: all the time and how hard you hit yeah it's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward there you go um so um yeah i i think listen you know, lessons are hard and having to work harder, which is really what I'm telling you to do, right. sucks. <laughs> yeah. You're like, shit, now I got to go find the decision maker. I got to go yeah. get the flower. But do you want to win? Winning's hard. Winning's hard. People don't just win. They're not just... Right. Getting lucky. hmm Right? hmm You got to so, do the work. You got to do the work. Yeah. Um. So, with that... uh, It's a tough time out there. It is definitely getting a little kooky again because China just went into lockdown with another wave of COVID. That was a bit of a kick to my gut this week because I was like, yay, we're finally done. Mask mandates are over. Life is going to get back to normal. (laughs) We may have heard immunity now. Like All is great. And then you hear that. But hopefully... And I don't know, maybe they never had their Omicron wave. Maybe this time it went from us to them rather than that way to us. Because usually whatever goes on over on that side of the world, even like Italy is where it started, it comes right. this way. And when they had their second wave, we had a second wave. So maybe this time it went the opposite way.
2: Little puji do you have some info for us? It seems like it's Omicron that, like, is hitting them now. That's yeah, what... but
0: maybe they never had it before, and this is their first...
2: Figure. Right. This is, like, their hit. Of it the
0: is? They never had it
2: before? No, no, no. I'm saying maybe that's what it is. Okay, I yeah. We don't have confirmation crossed. on
0: that. Hopefully, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, but back to what I was saying, like, these articles, you know, people are <clears throat> are definitely breaking, and, and it really was hitting me hard yesterday for people, making me really sad. So, that's why... I think, uh, barring having one expert on the show today, which we have so many and we have so many, um, in the archives, I think if we talk about gratitude, it's a great, um, a great reminder of how we can reset ourselves because at the end of the day, your set point has to be good. You have to be in a good alignment so that you can go out and be your best for yourself, for your family, for the people around you and for what you want to do in your life and work-wise. So I think that um, also tough times can make us better, right? You know, there's always, um, there's always things that... I, I just feel like all of these things happen for reasons, right? Like maybe we're supposed to downsize, regroup, clean up. Um, again, it's never happy when it's happening to you, um, but you have to see why this could be happening for you, not to you. That's another great tool in your toolbox that takes you out of victim status and out of why me mode and thinking, well, why me? What What do I need to change? Is there a pivot that I'm supposed to be making in my life that I was too scared to make that now God is forcing on me? Um are we supposed to acquire more coping skills? And this is the little test to help us so that we start to acquire them so that the rest of our life moves smoother because now we've got that under our belt. Mm. Um, I, I'll tell you, I was doing um, my gratitude list last night and uh, also this morning with Vincenza <laughs> and Max. She's a little kamikaze, that little bitch. She's like, she's got her mouth wide open. <sighs> Because she just wants to bite him like like a snake, so she she bit his Whitty. jowl and was ripping his jowl. Oh my god! <laughs> and he's so gentle and just the sweetest thing in the world. And I'm like, when at and she looks at me, and I'm like, no. And she's just looking at me, and I can't help it. I love her so much. I start like, I'm going to be a terrible parent. <laughs> oh um, but um, but I was doing my grateful list and. There was something I I was meditating on yesterday that, um, oh, it was like uh, in this meditation with the Joe Dispenza thing that I'm doing, the formula, he talks about kind of forming your new self and the new life that you want. So the goal is you need to envision the things happening before they're actually happening so that and I don't know all the technical terms officially yet, because he spent all his life studying this, so he can spit it out perfectly. I'm still learning, but basically, there's a lot of chemistry changes in your body because the the brain and the body don't know the difference between kind of real and and um and fake in a sense, right? So if I believe that I just want a million dollars and I'm acting like I want a million dollars and I'm so excited, I'm crying and I'm rolling around like a pig and shim, so happy, that actually creates a chemistry in your body. Your brain actually thinks it won a million dollars, right? And so those endorphins are released. And so part of like that whole manifestation stuff and the the manifesting is you have to act and believe that it already happened for it to come. And so I was stepping into my new self in this meditation, and I was thinking about the new behaviors that this new person, this new Maria, this new life was going to be bringing me, and it was um, being able to set and protect my boundaries in a kind way. Because as you're learning, you know, you're so on shaky ground that like you'll, maybe not be as kind because it's so hard for you to do it and you'll be like, asshole. And I don't want to be like that, but I, I'm I'm giving myself the grace to know that as I'm learning to do this, there might be some rocky moments. Um, it's that
1: I always say it's like a pendulum swing. Sometimes you gotta go a little to the other side to kind of come back. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because
0: we're way over here. Right. We gotta get over there. Right. So really we gotta get it over to here. So, um, and then there was another one that I was, uh, it was, it was the boundaries and it was, um, what's the other one we're working on? Boundaries. I just totally blanked.
1: You know, boundaries has been your big one, right? Recently.
0: Oh, and, and, and worth, right? and, Mm. and, And owning, knowing your value, knowing your value and knowing that you deserve it and it's okay. Um, and all of that, I think, and I I don't remember exactly, there's a better way to explain it, but I'm kind of formulating that new life and that new person and, and just, oh, it's also kind of the, um, and it goes to one of the heel squatters questions in here. Um, you know, the the fear of, was I okay at that thing? Did, did, was I too much? Was I too big? Right? Like sometimes like I did something recently, I'm like, wait, was I too big? I'll ask myself questions after. Was I too big? Was I too much? Da-da-da-da, and it's like, no. And so I was like, you're enough. And you were being you. And that's great. And it's okay. Whatever it was, It was and it is and it's you and it's all good rather than picking apart every little thing. So I had like that growth moment yesterday where I was talking to myself. I'm like, no, you were great. All good. Nothing to worry about. Mm. Right. Because you can go back and you can start to kind of pick things apart, pick apart a performance, pick apart a show, pick apart a conversation um, and think, what can I be negative about? without thinking it about it like that.
1: And I think it's so innate in us too. Sometimes like, I don't even, you said this to me the other day, like sometimes I don't even realize that I'm talking mm-hmm. so negatively to myself or questioning everything mm-hmm. until someone calls it out. And then it's like, oh God, yeah, I do that all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's retraining and like, you know, tra- training those habits, those patterns, those all those things. It's like, like you said, no, you're fine. And then move on Yeah, and not going back and questioning it again, again, and again, and again. But yeah, it's hard. The self-worth and value thing is, that's a hard
0: one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I think also you have to know that there are different seasons in your life. There are going to be the fun seasons, the not so fun seasons, the really tough seasons. And I'm also coming to terms with that we've had this season in our lives these last five years with my mom And even though they were hard, there were so many lessons, so much growth, um, so many pivots, so many things that maybe wouldn't have happened, for sure wouldn't have happened if we weren't forced. And, you know, even throughout all of these journeys, as tough as they were, I always tried to think, how is this happening for me, not to me? How is this, you know, and, and by the way, it was really, really hard. Really, really hard. Um, but you know, there's there's lessons in growth in all of it. And now on the other side, I'm so grateful for it. I was just trying to explain that to another friend whose mom is suffering with ALS. And she's like, How do you carry hope? And I said, Well, hope is all we have. And it makes the journey easier. So for me, and I talked about this in a social post recently, I was like experimenting with my mom in those last six months when we found out the tumor had quadrupled in size. It was not looking good. Um, It looked to the doctors like this was, you know, the final stages. And uh, I, as you know, Kelsey was like, no, my mom's going to be a miracle. While simultaneously holding space for... I don't know when her her time is up. I don't know when God wants to take her. I don't know anything, but I'm going to carry hope because she's been a miracle all this time that another miracle could happen or the miracle could continue right till the last breath. I was like, I'm not going to know until I know, no. And my biggest fear through that time was, well, if I'm carrying so much hope, am I going to be so let down later? Am I going to be just truly on the floor, devastated, Dollars a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much and we love doing this thing called life with you. Just shattered. And what w- I wasn't. I think that carrying hope and being grateful for the journey, being grateful for every little thing throughout that journey. Um, that we were able to be together grateful that I was able to take care of her grateful that we were able to come up with solutions to different things along the way Um, whatever it was I found the things to be grateful for in those last few months of my mom's life and it made it so much easier than it would have been if we hadn't if we were just sitting around crying and devastated or you know all of those things um and so, and then again, I know that I learned so many things in that period that I now carry and help other people with. So you become an example, you become a leader, you become somebody that can now carry those lessons on for others. There's so much to be grateful for, even within that journey. Um, and then, you know, being able to give someone um, the most beautiful exit. I think another patient that I'm, coaching through this his mom is passing of the same thing my mom has or had and I said okay you can feel really helpless in these last moments because there's nothing you can really do but there is stuff you can do so I'm like make her room like a spa have some spa her favorite music or spa music on light some really nice candles that she likes you know um Surround her with memories and stories and you still have a job. You still can do stuff. Um, Because I remember for me not being able to throw those Hail Marys and figure out those solutions to, you know, kick her out of this situation or kick out is like a wrestling term, right? So like, all right, mom, we get a kick out of this tumors back. All right, we're going to do this, this and this. And then we'd get the reward like, yay, it's shrinking and we'd kick out. But there wasn't a lot of, you know, stuff we could do at that point. So there was like, okay, I'll just go to daughter status. Well, that's kind of a tough one because now you're just really facing it. And you don't know what you're facing necessarily, like I said, until it happens. So um, you can still have purpose and you can still have stuff to do. But I know that being grateful throughout and um, and having that mindset was really, really important. And I did not get let down because yes, I was super sad when my mom passed and there was some continue to be some very challenging moments and very, you know, sad moments. Um, I know that that was the best way to go about it. So I used myself as a guinea pig. I remember journaling and telling Kevin and even you, like, I don't know if I'm setting myself up for the worst fall. Um, but I didn't. And it's all going to happen. We're all going to go somewhere. We're not going to be here forever. And our time here is so short and it's filled with so many highs and lows. You have to know there are going to be lows. You can't just think, oh my God, can you believe this is happening? One of the things I've been noticing in the last like week is so many young people passing from illnesses. And I mean, obviously we have some journalists that have lost their lives in Ukraine, which you know, journalists are, you know, not supposed to be targets or anything. So it's just, it's so sad what's happening out there, but I have been seeing a lot of young people passing of different ailments and it's really, really sad or by suicide. So, um, it's, it's, it's a sad time out there, um, for a lot of people, but, um, we don't know what our story is going to be. We just know how we're going to navigate it or or just know that you have choices on how you're going to navigate it. And I made that choice to um, carry hope, be grateful and and find those moments to laugh and, um, you know, joke about it. We always say comedy must rule. So even in our saddest moments, our worst moments, we have to like joke about it. We have to make fun of it. Um and, and gratitude, I mean, there's studies, there's, um, I know Kelsey has a study here from Harvard Medical School. Wonder why you picked them, Kelsey. Harvard. Uh, so two psychologists, Dr. Robert A. Emmons of the University of California, Davis, and Dr. Michael E. McCullough of the University of Miami have done much of the research on gratitude in one study. So what does this have to do with the Harvard study? These guys aren't from Harvard.
1: It was a Harvard Medical article. They okay. were the ones who like published it.
0: Okay, got it. Um, so they asked all participants to write a few sentences, sentences, sentences <laughs> a week focusing on particular topics. So participants were divided into three groups. One wrote down weekly occurrences they were grateful for, one wrote daily things that irritated them, and one wrote down events that impacted them. No emphasis on positive or negative. So after 10 weeks, the gratitude group reported that they felt the most optimistic. And I believe that. I know ever since I implemented my morning gratitude list with Winnie and Max, my shepherd and my poodle, (laughs) um it's, I look forward to doing it every day. So I get ready. And then I go back to the bed where Winnie is. And I'm like, Winnie, are you ready to do your grateful list? Are you ready to tell God what we're grateful for? And she gets all excited and her little tail wags and she comes to the edge of the bed and then Max comes to the edge of the bed, but he's off the bed. Now he puts his paws on the bed and the two of us or the three of us start to tell God what we're grateful for and we go through everything like bringing us together and our health and um, our family and our squad and squad our goals. our queens, our aunties, sure. our uncles, everybody who um, loves us and helps us. And then, you know, as the grateful list goes on, Wayne starts to attack Max and Max starts to swat her and it's really funny, but it does set me up for the day and I get my laughs in because they're hilarious and I end my night like that too. And I I go through every little thing. And if you start from the first, if you're a timeline in your grateful list at night, you start at the in the very beginning in the morning, and you start to think of everything that happened throughout the day. You always forget so many nuggets throughout the day because you're just focusing on one negative thing that happened. And so when I go to bed, I'm like, God that was a really great day. Thank you, God. And I go through everything.
1: And so to clarify, Maria, the morning you do like overarching, Generic. we're grateful for. Yes. Nighttime is like your day. Yep. Recap. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. And you physically write it.
0: No, 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 no. I say it. say it? I say it. Got yeah. it. I have love my that. little shrine. I have my, um, my mom in my bedroom growing up. I had this little um, like uh, church house icon thing. I don't know how to explain it. It's like, Imagine like a mini little house. Cute. And the icons are inside. So okay, it's like okay, a little okay. church. So I have it on my mantle in my bedroom with my icons and I say my prayers. And when I'm done with my prayers, I go through my grateful list. Mm, I and love that. Uh, yeah. And so it's really helpful. And if I don't do it, I see a difference. So after 10 weeks, the gratitude group reported they felt most optimistic. So Dr. Martin E.P. Seligman, a psychologist at the University of Pennsylvania, tested the impact of various positive psychology interventions on 411 people. Each compared with a control assignment of writing about early memories. When their week's assignment was to write and personally deliver a letter of gratitude to someone who had never been properly thanked for his or her kindness, participants immediately exhibited a huge increase in happiness scores. This impact was greater than that from any other intervention with benefits lasting for a month. Isn't that cool? I love that. So um, I like to do that. I like to go back and thank somebody who thinks I might have forgotten them. And so, actually, I've had on my list um, my friend Derek, who I worked with at Channel One. He's the one who got me my first agent. Oh, wow. Because it was his agent. He's like, let me connect you. And I always think that, you know, people always have so much more power to help you than they offer, right? So, I'm pulling you aside every single day. And I'm giving you so much of my time and you appreciate it and you are grateful, but people don't do that, right? They have all the lessons, they have all the knowledge, but they don't share their time because they're so busy and then they just go into their hole. But when you give, you feel so much better. And that's what this this is um, a little bit. And it's also just being grateful, you know, those handwritten notes, thank you for Whatever it is you gave me, whether it's knowledge or physical materials, um, being grateful is is uh, is for you as well. Just like acts of service, you know, when you're when you're volunteering is it's for you too.
1: For a minute on RGF, Kevin and I were testing each other. We were each other's accountability partners for random texts of kindness.
0: That we would go
1: back and text, like he would randomly text his mom. Hey mom, remember when I was whatever, 10? Thank you for that. I never Mm -hmm. thanked you. And we need to get back on it because our responses, like... And we always would do it with people who made us like slightly uncomfortable. Like I remember I texted, I had like texted an ex who was like amazing. And I was like, I'm going to throw up doing this. And he was so like grateful that I texted him. So anyways, we would do that. And I think that it's so important to do that. And like you're saying, Maria, it's like, thank those people that don't often get thanked or that maybe helped you and you didn't thank them in the moment or... It just really makes a difference. And it made us feel better. And
0: thanking them again. And thanking them again. But I love random texts of things. So fun. I do it. um, I do it to people and I catch them so off guard. Like uh, a friend of mine, um, we were dealing with this one loan thing and we got caught off guard and it was expired. We had to pay the whole loan and whatever. And I was like, just so waked out. And he was like, I was going to handle it for you. I would have just loaned you the money. It would have been fine. And I'm like, What? And so I thought about it. Now it's been a long time. And so I wrote back and I said, Hey, I just want to say thank you again. That really meant a lot. I always cry. Anytime someone wants to do something nice, I like I can't I can't even think about it without tearing up. And speaking of being grateful, I am also very grateful for Macy's being on board as a sponsor of the show, as a partner of the show. Um It has been uh, really, really fun to work with them. And, you know, I worked with them for a very long time anyway, since my fragrance spritzing days. But I will tell you, um, my curated list of items from Macy's is at macy's.com backslash better together. If you go there, I have populated the page with uh, clothing and fashion for all ages. Um, and even dog toys that I love. And, you know, because if you're going to someone's house and you want to bring them something, you can bring them a bottle of wine or whatever. If they have dogs, bring them a dog toy. Oh, I love that. People love when you acknowledge their dog because it's their baby. For most people. I mean, you're going to know the people who just have kind of like the dog as part of their white picket fence life. (laughs) (laughs) And the people like us who are crazy and when you bring us like the rosé all day toy... I'm going to be like, oh my God, that's the cutest thing ever. Thank you. So there are all kinds of things and there's stuff for spring because I'm very excited about spring. Um, I'm I'm,
1: getting the yellow rug. You
0: have to. For my bathroom. It's going to be the cutest thing ever. It's going to be so cute. Um, I wanted to get you guys one for the office to warm it up in there a bit, but... It'll get filthy. It will get filthy. And we can barely sweep in there, queens.
1: Well, I don't know where we would put it either, (laughs) like a little rug behind us. But I like that idea.
0: I I wanted to, but I just... Don't want you guys living in filth, and I already have to go in there and help you guys clean off your desks and make sure that you guys have a clean environment and or help t- you along. No, you're not just gram status, but <laughs> you guys are just your heads are down, and I'm like, guys, this is gonna overwhelm you. That is another lesson that I try to teach the queens. True, is that a mess will make you feel like a mess. Right. If your car oh, yeah. is messy, you will be messy in your brain. If your foundation is a mess, you will not do your best work. Yep. I know that there are people out there that will fight me on this. And oh, yeah. one person did, and I, I, I just don't agree because I've never seen a work. Any successful person I've ever seen lives a minimalist life, Okay, they might have a lot of stuff, but like everything is minimal. They don't have a lot of decor. They don't have a lot of stuff. Stuff's put away. more stuff, the more stuff. The more you got to be cleaning, the more you got to be maintaining, the more you got to like worry about. And so anyhow, a good, I love a nice, organized work environment so when they're not doing it I come in and do it (laughs) and Kelsey starts to get stressed and I'm like this is for your own good this is part of the lessons Kelsey you will thank me later and every time I tell you that you always have to you come around and you see I do (laughs) Um, but um, but I think uh, I think also by the way on um, macy's.com backslash better together I'm going to load up another item that I found so I am obsessed with this brand that I did discover on Macy's.com and it's called Lioness. And you've heard me, if you've listened to the Mm -hmm. show before, you've heard me talk about this brand before. I found this brand. They're from Australia. They have the coolest clothes and they are not pricey for what they are. And I found these amazing cargo pants. Hold up! I already bought two pairs. Oh, wait put them and you are there. not allowed to buy the yes, same ones. Okay, yes, you can buy these ones. You can buy these green ones. So I'm gonna send it to you right now so you can see. Yeah, I want them because I really want a Carhartt pair. And but well, if- these look like Carhartt. They're yeah. Miami Vice cotton carpenter pants. They're ninety nine dollars on Macy's. They're so cute. I just texted them to Kelsey. We're going to put them up on my curated list. There's also coffee makers and all kinds of other things. We have um, black-owned businesses on there, these beautiful jewelry pieces, um, candles, and all that. And I'm going to keep updating it, and you guys can tell us what you're looking for. This way I can have a little bit of direction when I'm on there, Um, but these pants are everything.
2: They're really cute.
0: Right? Really cute. I feel like Pooja's going to want them now, too.
2: We're all going to get them. We're all oh, going to be matching. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm getting them tonight.
0: <laughs> Pooja, Pooja, how cute D- are they? She
2: will do There's, that. I, that. I love cargo pants Look and it. they're all so expensive. I like can't buy them, but these aren't crazy. Like, no. And they'll last a long time.
0: These will last a long time. Oh my
2: God. They're so cute. And they're like kind of timeless.
0: So yeah. um, do you guys Magic. know that stylist Maeve? Yeah, she styled Haley and Megan. Haley Bieber mm-hmm. and Megan, Megan Fox. Fox. Thank you for everyone's sake.
1: <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, and Megan. Haley and Megan.
2: Our BFFs. Haley and Megan.
0: My, my girlfriends. So I saw her recently posting in Linus, so she must have some deal with them. Uh, um, and I was like, oh, I found them first at Macy's.com. <laughs> hey. So uh, friends, if you go there, you support us. Anything that you need to buy in household or fashion or anything, you um, If you use our link, macy's.com backslash better together, anything you search from there and purchase actually helps us in the show. So thank you in advance for that. And, uh, and hopefully you like some of these picks. There's some really cool stuff on there. So, and I have a lot of fun picking everything. Usually these are the things that are arduous for people, but I love fashion and I love, um, I love picking things that I think are cool and curating stuff. So it's right up my alley.
1: Well, I'm excited for you to help me decorate my new place with Macy's.com.
0: I am excited as well. It's going to be great. <clears throat> yeah, it is going to be great. So, um, and speaking of grat- gratitude, I was like, Ooh, what a great transition because we are very grateful, um, to Macy's for their partnership on the show. And we have a lot of fun stuff. We're going to be doing upcoming with them, which is great. Uh, one more research study for you all. So you see, Berkeley Research, approximately 300 students studied, all of whom were seeking mental health care in college. Three groups, one wrote down all of their emotions and one wrote gratitude letters to important people in their lives every week. Third just went to counseling and didn't write. So you got one that wrote their emotions, another that wrote gratitude letters to important people of their lives every week, and the third just went to counseling and didn't write. The gratitude group. Who wrote the important letters, the letters to important people in their lives came out the happiest. So I think, friends, um, everyone's in, everyone's got something. I always say everyone's got shit. You don't know what their shit is most of the time because everyone's just trying to doggy paddle and keep afloat in life, right? We're all so busy, we're doing our things, whatever it is. Um, No one is just floating through life, having it perfect. And if you think they are, you just don't know what it is because they're hiding it. So these are really great tools and techniques for you to employ. No matter what's going on in life, gratitude will help you get out of it. There are three research studies we just showed that um, that help. And listen, it's not a cure, but I know it's a mentality. And once that mentality is something that you create as a routine in your life, um, then you're setting a different attraction point. And then things will get better if it's if it's kept up, right? So I do my morning gratitude. I do my night gratitude. No matter how tired I am, Kevin gets annoyed sometimes because he like wants to get to viewing or whatever. And I'm like, no, I have to go do my prayers. I, I got to do my gratitude list. and It's
1: non-negotiable for you.
0: It's a non-negotiable, yeah. And I think it really has helped me. Um, I know it's really helped me through everything.
1: Can you... Can I ask a quick question about... Yeah. Will you tell us about Attraction Point? Like, what does that necessarily mean when you... Like, I know what it means, but I would love you to elaborate on it.
0: Oh. oh. <laughs> There's my alarm. I have to change this today because it's really embarrassing me now. And it gives me anxiety. It's funny, though. So it's my Missy Elliott song, but it sounds like a porno when it starts. So <laughs> that... Who's put on my list today? That change has to change. <laughs> um, so, what I think about when I think about attraction point is that we're a magnet for everything. So, just imagine yourself as a as a giant magnet. What you put out, you will attract right back. So, for me, I love looking at it like that, because I think about every day, how can I attract the things that I want? How can I attract the energy I want, the people that I want around me, the life that I want? And so as, I don't know when Deepak Chopra runs, when is that? End of the month. End of the month. You guys Mm -hmm. will hear my Deepak Chopra interview. And it's, he talks a little bit about it as well, but, you know, we are We have a lot of uh, influence over our own lives and choices and beliefs, our thoughts. You have to become aware of the things you're thinking. And ever since we talked to him, I'm really focusing on awareness of my thoughts. So, you know, I woke up a little worried about some blood test results that I had. And I was like, oh, and I was like, well, why am I worried? I'm doing my meditations, I'm going to this healing event there are people who have been healed of brain tumors at these meditation events I found out as well. And so I'm like, I'm going to be fine. And so I was able to put that in my, out of my head. I'm like, okay, I, I think I know what it is. And regardless, I'm working every single day towards my healing. So it's not like I've neglected myself. It's not like I've done anything wrong. So I kind of like move that around. Um, if I'm in the shower and my mind floats to something else, then I I'm trying to be very aware of where my thoughts are going so that I can catch them. And I like, is this real? No. Okay. Release. Is this real? No release. Um, what do I want to attract? Then I start to do more of that. So maybe I'll start singing. I'll change, you know, my energy. I'll play with Winnie and I'll be all happy because I want to be happy. So it's, it's about, for me, this is just how I approach it. I'm not a scientist and I'm not, you know, a guru or anything. But I always think about it as a magnet and what you put out is what you're going to get back. And, um, and sometimes it's hard to, to buy into because you're like, well, I'm nice. Why is this horrible stuff happening to me? But maybe you're having some thoughts that you're not aware of Ooh. that you need to check.
1: I love that. I think that's very helpful. Thank you.
0: You're welcome, queen. Thank you. Um, So, yeah.
1: So, you're a magnet.
0: You're a magnet. Put
1: good stuff out. Get good stuff back.
0: And buy those Linus cargo pants.
1: Oh, I am. I really want to... So you bought them in how many colors?
0: (laughs) We'll discuss color choices after in terms of what you're allowed to have and what days you guys are allowed to wear them.
1: Uh, Because I'm thinking like, I just want like a black, you know, just a casual...
0: Okay, you can get black. Cool. Yeah. cool, Cool. I'm going bright. Yeah, I love that. I mean, they're all so cute. Well, I'm putting my outfits together for WrestleMania right now. So by the way, I couldn't sleep. Talk about what um, Pooja said this morning earlier about Dr. Lippman and the digital stuff. I, before I went to bed last night, got sucked into online shopping, which is how I, of course, got to my... Which is rare for you, I feel like. Well, when I have to start thinking about outfits for events... That's when I do it. So I was like, okay, I got I to gotta pull some stuff together for WrestleMania. What do I want? I want to be comfy, but definitely cute. And so I'm like, I'm hoping to wear some flats that are cool so I don't have to be uncomfortable. WrestleMania is a very long weekend of a lot of events. And so I was, you know, snapshotting, buying, doing all this stuff. And then I realized I can't sleep now. Oh, I yeah. laid on Kevin's shoulder and I'm like, I can't sleep. My eyes were wide open. So I started counting sheep. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I downloaded the calm app oh, because Dimitri told app. me about his calm app. Sixty dollars a year.
1: Hello. I love it. I think how it, many more apps do I need? I have Spotify. I have Okay, but here's the thing with the Calm app. Every single morning I listen to Jay Shetty's seven minute thing on the like meditation on the I think it's well worth the money. Sixty bucks a year for okay. like and you get. I listen to the white noise at night okay. and do the meditations every single morning.
0: Well, Dimitri told me that he, so my friend Dimitri wakes up in the middle of the night, sometimes twice a night, to eat. Stop it. An ice cream. No, he doesn't. Where, oh, full on cook's meals in the middle of the night. Like sleepwalking or He's awake? the strangest human I've ever come across. I don't know who wakes up and has, I could be a wide awake for hours and I'm not getting my lazy ass out of bed to go make something in a frying pan. No. Anyhow. He told me that he downloaded the Calm app and he listened to Rain. Yeah. And it was the first time he slept through the whole night and didn't cook for himself. Wow. And didn't eat. And so that's what made me think of it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. But then I got sticker shock. And I was like, I put on a little alarm to cancel it if I don't like it <laughs> for Friday. Because <laughs> oh I'm God. like, I have so many apps. I'm so annoyed.
1: Yeah. I I do love it. I highly recommend actually. Yeah. And you can listen to Harry Styles
0: and Matthew McConaughey read you a bedtime story. Wait, they offered me Matthew McConaughey straight off the bat. Yeah. They and knew. I was afraid that I would want to pay attention too much and that I wouldn't sleep. So then I moved over to to the to the rain. Yeah.
1: I'm not gonna lie, Matthew's voice is not very like sleep calming.
0: Oh my it's, god, it sounded so calming. To me,
1: it was like I was watching him act. I don't know. I could really fall to it. Versus Harry, I was like Harry Styles?
0: Yeah. Oh my lord. <laughs> But, but you know, Pooj, um, that's a really great episode to remind people to listen to. We'll put that in the summary of this. That's a good one. Um, in fact, let's put in any other episodes that are good for tools to kind of get through these tough times mm. in there. Uh, but, yeah, I I could not sleep. I But I did have some pockets and I had the craziest dreams. Do you guys ever have moments where... You st- like periods of life where you have very vivid dreams yep. and then none. Oh yeah, I'm in that period right now. I'm I having am too. the craziest vivid dreams.
1: I think we're on the same dreamscape because me too. I scary have, ones. Oh, mine were Mine aren't scary. I keep dreaming about animals, and so I keep um, going to Alice and Charles. Who we had on the show, her animal power book. I literally dreamt about two cheetahs last night that were like my best friends. I need to look up. I literally woke up like, oh, you have to look up what a cheetah means. It was the weirdest thing.
0: What does the cheetah mean? I don't know. I haven't looked yet.
1: But like vivid, vivid. So, yeah.
0: Gears are scary, though. I had a scary one. Mm. Well, I had a couple of scary ones. Me and my brother were fighting (laughs) Oh. He torments my dreams. Oh, <laughs> uh, Those are called nightmares, friends. Anyway, um, so I woke up. I'm like, Kevin, will you sit on my chest, please? Because I can't. This was too torturous. But then I had a dream. I met my babies. And so I saw, a, a, I think it was a boy, because I called him my son. And he was so beautiful. And he was a little baby in bed and he was laughing and I'm like, I love you. And I kept kissing him and kissing him. And I'm like, I love you. And it was unbelievable. And then there was another one that came and Joe, my friend Joe somehow swaddled the new one with the other one. And I was getting my makeup done for something. And I said, Oh, he's, he's going to suffocate or, or she, or whatever is going to suffocate. Like it's too swaddled. And they took the babies away, and then when they brought back, the the one I was kissing was like flat on his back, and I was kissing him, and then there's the other one, but it was just all covered in blankets, so I was trying to unravel, and I was unraveling and unraveling, and I was scared to see what I was going to see, but I saw breath, like I saw it was alive, but I never saw the face or the body. Ooh. It was really creepy. Do you want me to
1: dream interpret for you? No,
0: I'm horrified. No, by no,
1: it. I don't. I don't think it's that bad. I think that it's just all of your subconscious like fears of becoming a mom, as you guys move further into this like surrogacy journey, and like things are starting to come closer to reality. You know, it's like I think you're like just questioning things, and that's your subconscious coming out in dreams.
0: I don't know. I don't think that I'm not questioning anymore. I'm excited. That's why like when I saw yeah. him, I think it was like a whole new experience for me, hmm. but it was just making me wonder what was going on over there. That's weird. That's scary. So, it was kind of scary.
1: Well, I do know Jessica Lanyado, who also has been on the show, said that there's something going on in transit. And there's also a new Leo moon this week. Oftentimes um, it's we have more vivid dreams and we don't sleep as well during new moons. Oh. So there you
0: go. Well, perhaps that's what it is. Yeah. I think it's the new moon. It's the new moon, Because I don't remember having these vivid dreams in a long time. Mm. I haven't had them. But I'm really glad that you just reminded me of Dr. Lipman's digital, what did you call it, Pooch?
2: They called it like the- Detox, right? Yeah, digital shutdown, I think. Yeah.
0: Because when I was in a good flow, we would watch TV maybe in the kitchen on the recliners. They never left from Christmas. Um, (laughs) We never moved the kitchen back to normal. And so we would watch and then I'd come upstairs, I'd wash my face, get ready for bed, and I would just go to bed. And I was like going to bed at like eight o'clock early. And it was really such a great little moment, pocket in time. And then we shifted out of that. And so I have to go back to my digital detox before I go to bed because that is definitely why I was not really able to get good sleep last night.
1: I'm the same. His other tip that I really love that I do sometimes is um, listening to reggae. He said that for some reason, like the the beat is like, so it's like a calming. It's sort lulling. Of. Yeah. yeah. So if you can't fall asleep yet and you're still like a little wired, but trying to wind down, don't look at your phone, but like put on some reggae and dim the lights and like
0: start kind of getting in the bedtime mm. spirit. That's the thing with the phone is it does everything. I know. And so you have to keep going to it, which is so frustrating. Yeah. But I'm starting to like, like on Sunday, I was like, I'm not using this thing. And I just kind of set it aside. And That's
1: what I, do. I was
0: like, what nope, do. I'm done with it. Yeah. I can't do That's it today. Great.
1: That's good. I try and do that once a week. Mm-hmm. It's hard, but I try. Yeah. But it is true
0: because everything's on there. My Spotify is on them. Everything's maps, on there. Your maps. Every- your everything. Everything. And anytime yeah. I set it aside and I charge it far away from me and I'm sitting in the recliner cozy with my electric blanket and my poodle, that's when I need it. And I get very frustrated because then I have to get up and go do it, go get it. And I don't want to. No, it's the worst. (laughs) The worst. Anyhow. All right, friends. Um, I hope this was helpful for you. Um, MariaMenunos.com. If you haven't visited, our site is up. It's beautiful. Thanks to forward female. And, um, and the Queens, of course, and Queen Kevin, of course. Um, We have our shop page that is under construction. We are revising it so it's easier to shop there. Uh, All of my favorites are there and you can shop it. I just have found some things that we could do better. So we're working on it because every day we're getting better at everything. And so we are in process of that, but the cliff notes to every episode are there. And so if you want the aha takeaway moments of every episode, go to mariamenunos.com and check out the life hacks, uh, button. That's where all these blogs are in the meantime, be nice people, make good choices and be present.